Paraskevodikatriophobia, fear of Friday the 13th. It took me a few minutes to even figure out how to say that word, and I'm still not sure I said it right, but basically, it's the fear of Friday the 13th. More specifically, people afflicted with a morbid, irrational fear of Friday the 13th. And for thousands of years, the mythology of Fridays and 13, and the combination of the two becoming an unlucky symbol, is really, really interesting. The history dating back as far as 27,000 years ago. It's incredible that so many people still harbor these superstitions, but millions, not a few hundred thousand, but millions, millions and millions. 21 million people in the United States, as estimated by the Stress Management Center and Phobia Institute in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, approximately 800 to 900 million dollars is lost in revenue on that day to businesses because people don't want to go out of their house. The British Journal of Medicine actually did some research on Friday the 13th to see is it really bad for your health and they did find that there was a correlation between hospital admissions due to vehicular accidents and other normal Fridays. While fewer people drove because it was Friday the 13th and they didn't want to go out of their house, more people actually were involved in vehicular accidents. So that's kind of interesting. The increase was as much as 52%. So they, in their, in their conclusion of their article, they recommended staying home. I, I don't recommend that. I think it's sort of silly, but that's what they recommended. So that's kind of funny. Now, the origins of Friday and the superstitions of the Friday the 13th go back to one of the best-known stories, Eve, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Supposedly, Eve tempted Adam with an apple on a Friday. And because of that, the whole spiraling down of, of the value of womanhood started. But aside from that, other important things that happened in the Bible happened on Friday. The Great Flood happened on Friday. The Supposedly, the tongues were twisted in Tower of Babel on a Friday. The death of Christ took place on a Friday. Things like that. So, what's with Friday? Well, because Eve was tempting Adam on a Friday, and Adam and Eve were the first lovers. The whole concept of woman being the evil temptress came about of that particular event. A 27,000-year-old carving found near Lascaux in France depicted a matriarchal spiritual deity, a female figure holding a crescent-shaped horn bearing 13 notches. And the theory goes that she was the goddess at that time in the history of civilization. There 
there were goddess-worshipping cultures. The concept of the goddess-worshipping is based on this lunar connection between women and the moon. Menstrual cycles in a year are 13 times 28, which is 364 days. Evolution of humanity without women and menstrual cycles there's no babies, there's no civilization. So that's pretty basic stuff. And of course, people worshipped the renewal of life. No surprise there. Now, how did the whole thing become demonized? How did women get to be like in the bad place? Well, that goes to the Adam and Eve situation. Eve tempted Adam on a Friday in the Garden of Eden. She says, you know, presented him with this apple, take a bite. No, he's not supposed to. He took a bite and the fall began. So that's how the Friday thing came about. Now the 13 thing, there's a whole lot of different little legends about 13. One of them is about the 12 gods invited to Valhalla. Valhalla is uh, heaven. And Loki, the evil one, came in and crashed the party. He took a spear of mistletoe, hurled it at Balder and killing him instantly. And so it was 12 people who were invited, 12 gods. The 13th one was the evil one and he wrecked it for everybody and, and people were horrified and mourned the loss of their beloved Balder. Uh, also, the name Friday came from a Norse deity worshipped on the sixth day. She was known as either Frigg or Freya, and she was considered to be the goddess of marriage, fertility, sex, fertility, basically fertility. And so we go back to that 27,000 year old goddess worship matriarchal culture. So Friday was associated with this love fertility goddess and also corresponds to Venus, the goddess of love to the Romans, who named the sixth day of the week in honor of her Dies Veneris, which is basically means the day of Venus, I guess. So Friday has been associated with the feminine principle, the feminine aspect of humanity. Okay. And so if you think of 12 is the solar calendar, that's the masculine side. 13 is the lunar calendar. That's the feminine side. If you take 13 and you divide it by 12, you get 108. So what does 108 mean? Well, 108 is the atomic weight of silver. Silver has the highest electrical conductivity of all metals, even higher than copper. Silver has the highest thermal conductivity, the highest optical reflectivity, but is a poor reflector of ultraviolet light. Silver has been used for thousands of years for all kinds of things, monetary systems, trade, coins, even medicine. In ancient times, it was used in place of antibiotics and only stopped being used when antibiotics became more mainstream. The only problem is it'll turn your skin blue.
well, purplish. So that's not a good thing. But silver nitrate is still used today to cauterize baby belly, baby's belly buttons if they become infected or anything. So that's an interesting thing to note. In ancient Egypt and medieval Europe, it was often more valuable than gold associated with the moon as well as with the sea and various lunar goddesses. One of its alchemical symbols is a crescent moon. 12, solar. 13, lunar. Masculine, feminine. Us versus them. Adam versus Eve. Crime versus punishment. It's wild. It's really wild when you think about it. Good versus evil. Anyway, when Christianity came along and started to try to change things over from paganism to Christianity, a lot of the folklore was was converted into Christian-type mythology. And in order to convert certain things... One thing was added for another, and and like I've told you, you know, some of the other things like the uh, 25th of December to celebrate Christmas was the uh, Sol Inviticus. There were things that they just crossed over and took dates and and said, okay, well, this is going to be the Christian holiday for that. So, but in this case, instead of, they couldn't take a Friday where they were, people were worshiping this womanness, this matriarchal thing. They, it was just, it didn't fit with the whole patriarchal concept because the concept of Christianity was this one God father figure. So there was no woman figure in that package. What happened was they basically demonized the Friday. They took pieces of it Freya was a goddess of fertility and love and marriage and sex and all of the things that, that speak of womanness. Her sacred animal was the cat. And so, you know, you always see the picture of a, of a black cat and Friday the 13th, it's kind of goes together. Well, that came from, because that was, that was her sacred animal. Now, Before the Bible was written, Friday was considered an important day. It was a time to worship deities of the earth, crops, health, happiness. In a matriarchal society of the time, people worshipped the earth, the seasons, the environment around them, a miracle of birth and renewal, rebirth of the seasons. It was a different way to consider the great eternal spirit. So Friday was considered this important day and the day that these worshipings happened. The women that would come together and worship at the new moon, which is the dark moon, were worshiping this goddess Frida. Frida on Friday, and that was their Sabbath. They later became known as witches, the witch goddesses, and there, when they would invoke Frida in their worship, it was a dozen of them, And then if Frida came into their presence, that would be 13. 13 became, again, this evil thing. 
And that's some of that mythology. Now, you could do some research online. It's very, very fascinating stuff. I, I'm just giving you like a little brief, where does this stuff come from? And um, it's so fascinating, really. Uh, National Geographic did a great little story about this whole thing. And uh, it was written by John Roach and uh, updated in uh, 2004. And here's a very interesting part of this story. The theory is, is also related to the most unlucky of days in the in Christianity. <clears throat> and it's discussed in the book, The Da Vinci Code, in some, to some degree. Uh, it happened about 700 years ago, and it was a catastrophe and the decimation of the Knights of Templar. They were warrior monks, and they were entrusted with protecting, we're not really sure what, the Holy Grail, the church, we don't know what they were protecting. Some people might know. I don't. In any case, they were this renowned fighting force during the Christian Crusades. By the 1300s, they had become so powerful that they were perceived as a threat to both the kings and the pope because they had this, this persona of their own. So, on October 13, 1307, which was the infamous Friday the 13th, King Philip of France, after having arguments with the Pope and difficulties with his people and possible, possibly almost having a revolution occur in his country because of... Uh, his inability to balance his books and things. He, he had a problem with money supply. He closed his borders and, and disallowed the gold bullion to be transferred into Rome. He was just pissing everybody off. So people were rising up against him. There was going to be retaliation. There was a retaliation from the Pope and there was a retaliation from his own people. And the guy was basically in a situation where the country was rioting and there was open rebellion in the streets and he was afraid for his life. So he ran to the Templars and asked them for protection. That was around 1305. He went and asked for protection, and uh, he basically was humiliated because he was the king, and he didn't want to have to have anybody help him out. He actually even had asked to become a member of the Knights of Templar, but the Knights of Templar suspected that his intentions were not proper. And so they blackballed him and that just pissed him off. So he had this vendetta and he was going to get them back. So on October 13, 1307, this infamous Friday the 13th, he sent out, he sent out a letter actually on the, in sometime in September, dated it so that it was not to be opened until the 12th of October, that these orders were to be carried out on the 13th of October. So the orders were that the, there would be mass arrests in this well-coordinated dawn raid of thousands of Templars 
and they would they he would have his his sergeants and his his mayors and all the people that were loyal to him would go out and arrest all these people so they made up charges and said that they charged him with heresy and blasphemy and all kinds of obscenities and homosexual practices and and all terrible things that people of the time thought were horrible and thousands of these knights were tortured and killed many were burnt at the stake many were tortured for confessions it was a terrible thing and in the end not many were said to have survived. Some estimates are as few as 20 survived. Um, I have no way to know. It was in the 1300s. But that's the theory. So that day, Friday the 13th, 1307, is this infamously ugly day in the story of the Knights of Templar. Another interesting fact about 13. Some cultures believe that 13 is actually quite lucky. The Chinese regard the number as lucky, as did the Egyptians, in that the ancient Egyptians literature speaks of a quest for spiritual ascension. The stages the ascension happened in 12 stages in the life, and the 13th is the beyond life, the afterlife. So the number 13th was symbolized as death. Not in terms of dust and decay death, but as a glorious and desirable transformation. So interestingly, even though the Egyptian civilization perished, the death symbol they conferred on the number 13 survived. And even today, you can see that in any deck of tarot cards, number 13 is the death card. So this death card is this interpreted as this evil thing when, in fact, the Egyptians interpreted it as this glorious transformation. And, and it's really interesting because as the Egyptians celebrated it as a glorious transformation, so did the goddess deity cultures celebrate it as a glorious transformation because every 28 days there would be a renewal a transformation of this feminine goddess. So now you go back and you think about some of these little, this, these little things about Friday, Frida, the goddess who's associated with Venus, the goddess of love and sexuality, Friday, and the Pope and King Philip who were fighting about, what were they fighting about? Money and power. The story of the crucifixion of Christ, which was on a Friday, that Eve tempted Adam on a Friday, that Eve was a woman represented by the number 13, that Adam was a man represented by the number 12. 
12 being the solar calendar, 13 being the lunar calendar. And that conflict of solar and lunar coming together. Now, some speculate that the fall of the Ottoman Empire was actually due to the use of a lunar calendar for paying government workers who worked on a schedule that was based on the solar calendar. And if you work 12 months but get paid for 13, eventually your treasury will go bankrupt. So some speculate that the fall of the Ottoman Empire was actually due to bankruptcy. So that's kind of interesting. So what else do we have that adds to the story? The Garden of Eden, we have forbidden fruit, kings, popes, warrior, monks, maidens, gods, goddesses, kitty cats, crusades. It's, it's all there, and it's so fascinating, so interesting. Oh, yes, and uh, also the Norse myth about the 12 gods having their dinner party at Valhalla, and... Uh, when Balder died, the whole earth got dark. And dark is the feminine side of the yin-yang symbol. And that's interesting because that lunar, dark, foreboding, ominous, and in reality, it's renewal and transformation and rebirth and life. So the more that I read about this and the more that I learn about this interesting Friday the 13th story, the more that I think that it's really a quite lucky day indeed and not such a evil day at all. I mean, it's a drag for the Knights of Templar, no doubt. And being that there's such a connection to them and Christianity. And Christianity was such a strong force that it's not surprising that people would say Friday the 13th is a very unlucky day. But if you're not really attached to the stories you've been told and you can be a little bit more open-minded to the fact that that was a time and place in history and that the intentions of the parties involved were not particularly honorable. The being unlucky thing might speak more to something else. What does it all mean? I have no idea. But now you know some of the interesting, unusual bits about the mythology of Friday the 13th. And now you don't have to be afraid anymore. So go out and have some fun. Drive safely because there's... 21 million people that are freaked out about it and uh and you're all set so drop a note let me know some of your friday the 13th mythology that you know about and uh until next week this is ellen iron dove signing out <laughs>